Well, hello, 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 and welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Zero Hours with me, Mikey Brown. We're on the lower level of the TZH compound this evening. This is session two of my four-part session dealing with the horse shit we're dealing with these days. Now, this episode was supposed to be related to mainly uh, pro-Palestine against Israeli, against anti-Semitic, and the world reactions to immigration, stuff like that. But I ended the last session, I ended session one on uh, the wokeness note, all the woke shit we have going on. And since then, I've found a couple other things and was sent a couple other things that I just can't let slide. I don't want to forget them, and I'm just going to start out with them. Uh, here, this one comes from Panama. But there's uh, a retired U.S. lawyer. He pulls up to a what they thought, at least reported initially, was a climate protest. Well, it ended up not being a climate protest. It was something about a mine. Anyway... These morons that like to block the streets. And this guy had to be somewhere. I mean, he, he probably didn't. He was a 77-year-old retired lawyer. But he's from the U.S. It was an environmental protest, I guess you could say. Uh, but they're blocking the road like these morons do. And he just finally, he walked around and pulled out a gun and said, This ends here. And approached the two of them and shot both of them dead. So he had previous convictions for firearm possession. (laughs) But, uh, hey, you know, you're 77 years old. You're just, you're sick of this fucking shit. So old Mr. Darlington here said, hell with it. I'm doing it. And fucking walked up and shot these motherfuckers. That's what it's coming to. That's what it's coming to, but then when you go to New York and you get a guy that is seeing a, a woman be well, manhandled basically on the subway and he pulls out his gun and shoots two warning shots. This is New York this week. Two warning shots and to get this fucking guy away from this woman, right? And to uh, vigilante type shit. Well, you know, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. You think you're you're in the right. Well, he was arrested and had $10,000 bail, bond or whatever. Well, the guy that was a homeless fucker that was attacking this girl on the subway got jack. He got nothing. He got out on no bail. So you can see how the fucking system is completely fucked up. And that's just a couple of the wokes. Now, another woke, being this today, or today was observed, tomorrow is actually Veterans Day in this country. We're going to talk about a guy we haven't talked about for a year or so. Paul Whelan. Yeah, a Marine that is currently serving time in Russia. So this guy is going to spend another Veterans Day in a Russian prison 
for the, you know, up to his 11-year sentence or whatever it is, 10 or 11-year sentence he's got. But we had a chance to get him out. But what did we do? We traded the Russian merchant of death, or Pisspants did. We didn't. Pisspants decided he's going to tra- trade the Russian merchant of death for, a, a, at the time, an anti-American fucking he-she-playing-basketball star, Brittany Griner. And I don't think she's as hardcore against America as she was, or he was, whatever you want to say. But it's still, to me, is a slap in the fucking face, uh, especially on Veterans Day, having to relive that. It's like, the wokeness is out of control. It's just out of control. Now, one more before I actually move on to is Israel and Palestine. Oh, this one's a tough one for me because it's like the epitome of wokeness now. It is this this thing has been in the, in the news for a while now. Because you know, piss pants, he decided he's going to be a smart ass and he hired this he she it thing whatever it is to be the head of the Department of Health and Human Services. Yes, this Rachel Levine who is a fucking horrendous-looking woman. Wasn't a very good-looking man either. But this thing is nasty. So, thing here, it, what a Rachel Levine, I guess we'll just call it, call it Rachel, has imposed a new mandate on its employees. Now, this is the Health and Human Services Department, the federal government. She imposed a new mandate on its employees that requires now, required, not suggest, not, you know, please be trying, but requires the use of gender pronouns with the threat of termination for noncompliance. Can you say fucking insane? This is the shit that the government, the world, well, the country and the world is turning to a woke piece of giant dung. And I still say the president, ex president Trump said it the best everything woke turns to shit. And this clump of shit named Rachel Levine is just the epitome of that. But Piss Pants, of course, letting it go. He's not going to do anything about it. Oh, yeah, he got to use proper pronouns. He wouldn't know what a pronoun is, much less the proper one to be used. Now, uh, then you get into the cancel culture. Some of this stuff that we're getting into, and I, I don't want to get to Israel and stuff, but it's just aggravating. Like Now the house is going like Marjorie Taylor Greene is doing dumb shit. With uh, trying to get Pete Buttplug's salary down to a dollar and Kareem Jean Pierre's salary down to a dollar, it's like we know that that's a colossal waste of fucking time, right? We know that's just not gonna fucking come to be because they're absolutely <laughs> they're absolutely not gonna do anything like that. It's just well, what are we wasting our? We're absolutely wasting our time at this point. I don't understand the need to cancel on the Republican side since we were bitching so long and hard 
about cancel culture in this country. Now we're we're starting to do the petty shit. I mean, I, I get it. Uh, good for the goose, good for the gander kind of shit. But at the same time, I don't want to be a part of it. I just want this shit fixed. I want it fixed and I want it done too sweet like yesterday. Like, should never be happening kind of thing. But here we are wasting fucking valuable time in the House of Representatives by saying, oh, we want to get them to only have a dollar, you know, make a dollar of salary. You know, and they keep adding people to the list. You know, and then they're censuring this Tlaib and this. I, I'm glad she got censored. Don't get me wrong. I have nothing but disdain for this fucking Rashid Tlaib bitch. Her and brother fucker have just been going, you know, they go on their little tirades about, you know, oh, you know, the Palestinian people have been, you know, open air prison and yada fucking yada. And they keep doing it and they keep doing it. I'm over all that too. I am absolutely over all that too. But at the same time, why do we stoop their level? I get it, but I don't get it. I mean, that's a kind of a weird thing to say, but that's just how I feel about it. But anyway, that's my little extra two cents on the woke cult, cult, cancel culture kind of bullshit we got going on. Let's move on to, you know, the big elephant in the rooms, Israel, Palestine, and all this crap. I mean, a lot of uncover here in an hour or so. We'll, we'll get it rocking here. Now, some of these pro-Palestinian supporters, I, 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 I guess I don't understand they're they're thinking i really don't understand it because it's, it's like if i go back i say where were all these people when isis was launched you know there's hamas is doing all this shit now and then we get where where was everybody when isis was you know beheaded fucking kids and tens of thousands of arabs in you know the middle eastern countries syria and libya and iraq and all them you know in the name of allah and islam and all this crap I mean, why why weren't we having riots in the streets then? From you know, saying pro pro ISIS, you know, it's what you're doing is you're supporting a, a terrorist organization. So you're raising the flags of a country you don't fucking know anything about. You know, this is the same country that danced in the streets on nine eleven. But you know, I know most of you weren't fucking born if you're in whatever they call this new gen, not Gen Z, but the Gen Alpha, these motherfuckers don't have a clue. And that's what a lot of these people are. They're either Gen Z or Gen Alpha. So it, it, you didn't condemn that shit back then and call for a ceasefire. Even the millennials that are involved in this and the older people that were around for this. You know, Arab dictators and terrorists have killed probably hundreds of thousands of fucking people in Syria and Libya and shit. I didn't see no, you know, Syrian flags, Libyan flags there. Why didn't they call for a ceasefire then? I mean, why, why is it all of a sudden we're in this riot protest generation? You know, just in the last decade, Saudi Arabia, you know, they're backed by all these Arab countries, all like seven or eight Arab countries. They've killed 400,000 Yemenis. 
I didn't see any Yemen flags flying around. And Saudi Arabia is like, uh, yeah, they're kind of an ally, kind of not. They're None of these people that we're calling our allies would ever have our back. I would hope you know that, too. And, and, and I got a different view than a lot of people do because I say fuck Israel and fuck Palestine. I don't care about any of them. I want America first. I want America to be fixed before we worry about any of these fuckers across the desert and far away. But, you know, it's just we didn't do anything for the, you know, the Yemenese people. There's a hell of a lot more of them over a decade being fucking tortured and killed. So when, Mer- when, when you're saying when millions of fucking Arabs are slaughtered by other Arabs, you don't, you don't, don't say shit. But when 7,000, which is a very low number compared to millions... Killed by Jews because they're defending themselves from the bullshit Hamas tried to pull and did pull on October 7th. Then you want to turn the world upside down and walk around with Palestinian flags and everything else. That makes you a complete hypocritical douchebag that doesn't have any fucking idea what you're even protesting for. I bet if we went out and asked on the streets of these protests, what are you here for? What? Why are you protesting? No. 75% of them aren't going to get the answer right. They're not going to have a fucking clue. They probably don't even know who Hamas is. So I, I, now you're calling for a ceasefire. Why? Why? Hamas started this shit. They told people in, in the Gaza Strip to get the fuck out. I know Hamas is using people as a human shield, and they, they're calling it whatever that punishment collective punishment or some shit. No, it's collateral damage is what it is. Because I tell you what, if I was the president of the United States, we'd have done been out of this one. We'd have done been done in Ukraine. We'd have been done in this one already. I wouldn't give them any aid. I would have said, we'll do a, we'll do a sweeping fucking aerial attack for you one time. I'll take care of it and be done. Yeah, I might, maybe I'm a heartless fucker. I don't know. But I, I just don't think pussyfooting around with this shit having a bunch of college-age morons fucking protesting shit they don't know about it's going to do any good for the country either. Obviously, they don't care when millions of millions of Arabs get killed, so why all of a sudden do you care about 7,000? Is it just because they want to vent about something? Well, fucking find a different subject to vent about, for God's sakes. I mean, it doesn't make any sense that you... You know, that's what I mean, 400,000 millions to 7,000 because, and it's all against the Jews, the Jewish hatred is fucking unbelievable. So here's the moral dilemma we're facing. So you got Hamas that comes in, they murder babies, they're raping women, they're paragliding into this music festival, beheading people, kidnapping hundreds of people, probably to sell them or rape them or whatever. Or you got the other side where it's Israel that, that did go in and say, hey, if you're in the in the northern part of the fucking Gaza Strip, move the fuck south. Get the fuck out of here because we're going to fucking lay waste to this part of the country. So they can kill the Hamas leaders. And they, 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 they got to hit civilians because Hamas keeps them there. And it's not to follow the Palestinians. It's the plan of the Hamas, but it's not the fault of the Israelis either. 
They're going to cut the head off the snake, and the snake in this day and age is Hamas. And that's exactly what they're trying to fucking do. If, and if you don't understand the difference between those two, you're lying. You're just lying to yourself. There's no, there's absolutely no, no, no fucking way you can justify it. My mind gets, my mind hurts trying to think of how you could even start to justify this shit. But people do it. They're on the streets. Oh, you know, free Palestine. It's like, do you guys understand the gravity of what you're fucking saying right here? You're not even aware of what. And then like, you know, it's just like that. You're comparing millions to 7,000 and you got to hate the Jews for it. So, you know, it's it's so bad in this country that we had the pro-Palestinians climbing up the fucking walls of the White House, you know, trying to get through the fence, throwing objects, you know, whatever they got, fucking cups, bottles, rocks, whatever the fuck they got. They're throwing this shit at Secret Servicemen. And there's not just a few of these fucking idiots. There's thousands of them. And they, they had these marches about every goddamn day about the, you know, same with the, the U.S. shouldn't support Israel. You know, they're occupying dozens of fucking streets in the nation's capital now. Nation's capital. They're shaking the fucker and it's going gonna, it's gonna to bust. I mean, they've gotten, some of them have gotten over. And then the poor uh, business, like businesses around there are getting all fucked up too because people are insane with this shit. And, I mean, what's going to happen to them? Nothing. They're not calling that an insurrection. They're not going to do anything. you got squad members like fucking Omar and Tlaib spouting on the floor, on the floor of the Congress or whatever about how, you know, genocidal this is and we need to free the Palestinian people and shit. Meltdowns. I mean, not just going on there and saying, oh, yeah, you know, it's kind of bad. We need to probably do something about it. It's like, no, 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 no. This is not that shit. This is hardcore. They're they're crying, stomping around, you know, like a typical squad speech, really. I mean, that's the way I took it is the, the fuckers always do that. They, they go in there and uh, Talib is horrible with it. And maybe she is a. Maybe it's because she's of Palestinian descent or whatever. But but uh, most of the people in the House of Representatives had enough with Tlaib. I mean, they should have had enough with Brotherfucker, too, but they they went after Tlaib for sure because she's one of the anti-Semitic, more of Free Palestine. She's more anti-Semitic, spitting her shit around. And censured she is, you know. And a lot of uh, Democrats, well, you know, they blocked the one, and then I think the other one's still going through or something. But we had 23 fucktard Republicans that voted with this bitch, so that's not boding well for the Republican Party either. Because, I mean, look, these guys, we're already falling apart, and you're getting absolutely ridiculous amounts of these protests and 
the people are looking for votes. It's too close to election time. So they don't want to rock the fucking boat. They're going to be on whatever side gets them there. And it's most rhinos. That's the way it is. I guarantee all 23 of them are fucking rhinos. At the, at the best, they're rhinos. They're definitely not conservative Republicans. And, you know, it even leaks into the, well, you know, of course, every day uh, Kirby comes on, John Kirby, this piece of shit. Well, they had a, an information Q&A the other day, like they always do, about this whole thing. And this is Palestinian reporter. Now, I, I, I hate to say it about somebody that I don't know, and I don't know the situation, but I'm kind of calling bullshit on this fucking guy, okay? Because he claimed at the, this briefing at the White House that he's lost 160 relatives in the war so far. I mean, how big is this fucking guy's family? Yeah, whatever, but maybe it's true. So he he tells Mr. Kirby that he's lost all these family members, and he's wondering how the civilians of Palestine, how many of them need to be killed before the United States gets in there and calls this shit off, calls a ceasefire. And Kirby had nothing. He's like, oh, you know, my condolences. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. Uh, yeah, they didn't try to ask him if he's in contact. It's like an awkward exchange. But then he goes on to say, and this is the most, I mean, this is what most of these fucking tards in uh, Washington are thinking. He, 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 his quote, and I'll quote this because I wrote, most of this down. If I don't get it verbatim, sue me, I guess. But his response was basically, not as much as you'd like to be. I'm sorry to hear that about your relatives. I can see it's personal, obviously personal for you. It's personal for the president, too, which is horseshit. We know that. We don't want to see any more civilian casualties. Well, they don't care. They don't let them fool you with that. But he says, in terms of a ceasefire, concerns is, is that Hamas benefits. And, of course, Hamas would benefit. That's why Israel does not want one. Because that gives Hamas time to regroup, re rejuvenate, move around, whatever they got to do. Well, you know, the time is not right for a general ceasefire. Okay. But they're wanting to do these pauses. Like, okay, you, you got a group that doesn't fucking fight fair. They flew in with paragliders into a music festival. Do you think they're going to say, oh, we're paused, we're not allowed to do nothing? Oh, come on, man. I don't give a fuck what kind of rules, Geneva Convention, all this bullshit. They're not going to pause. It's just the way it is. They're trying to get humanitarian aid to these. Why are we footing the fucking bill for this shit? This has nothing. Israel... It's supposed to be our ally. I get that. But why are we giving anything to the Palestinian people? Fuck the Palestinian people. Sorry. They're not our country. Our country's falling apart at the seams, and we're worried about Palestine. We shouldn't worry about Palestine. Israel's a big boy. They should be able to take care of themselves. I mean, they got Egypt right next door to them. Let Egypt fucking start footing more of the bill. And in Egypt, you know, they're on my radar, too. I got this later thing to say about Egypt. But anyway, he goes on and blah, blah, blahs about we're supporting the pauses and we're going to see what we can do. 
<laughs> then he threw the little jab in at the end. Oh, but again, my deepest condolences. Fuck John Kirby. What a piece of fucking trash this dude is. He's just a piece of trash, man. It's like he, he doesn't have an answer for anything ever. He's as bad as Jean-Pierre, whatever the fuck her name is. He's just as bad as she is. If not, absolutely, if not worse. Because he, he, he just blatantly goes out and tells you, oh, yeah, 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 you know, I support whatever the president does. The president doesn't have any pull on nothing, dude. He's just a puppet boy, and you're just a puppet boy. And that's all there is to it. Well, I don't want to give a damn motherfucking dime to either any country other than the United States for for the rest of the century. We've given them a but none of them people are going to come to to our door if we're in trouble. You think Ukraine's going to come over and give us a bunch of money and resources if China and Russia start bearing down on us? Fuck no. You think what's Israel going to do for us from all the way over there? What do you think Israel's going to do? They can't they can't just desert there to come over and help America, you know why? Cuz then they'd get fucked up over there. So we're getting, we're doing the, we're doing the old same old something. We're doing something and getting nothing. That doesn't make any sense to me, especially when it's tax dollars that I have to funnel through and pay more for everything over here because these fuckers want to go play savior to the world. Well, that's bullshit. And it, uh, I, you can hate me for whatever. A lot of people will because I don't support Palestine and never, never support Palestine. And I'm not supporting Israel either. So I'm staying, I mean, you can call me neutral or you just want to call me a full-blown fuck-ass tard or whatever you want to call me. So be it. But I support neither one. And Ukraine can fuck straight off too. I don't think we should give them another fucking dime. We should start calling in the notes on the money we've given them. But this fans can't do that when he's blackmailed his asses to the wall. He can't do it. I think, and then, I think even more than giving them the money and shit, it's the all of a sudden surge of anti-Semitism. I mean, I don't know much about Jewish faith. I, I, I'll, I'll be honest. I don't know much about Judaism. I don't know if I even know Jewish people. If I know a Jewish person, I don't know they're Jewish. And it's just like, you know, I don't guess I don't pay attention. But the anti-Semitism, especially in the schools, like the colleges, universities and shit, uh, out of fucking control, man. I mean, not only are they always ripping the posters down of the missing kids and missing Israeli kids and stuff, but then you got crazy, I mean, full-blown nut job fucking people. Like, there's this kid from Cornell. Cornell was on, had the, the professor was talking about how exciting and energizing the... Uh, attack was on on the music festival I'm like yeah okay that motherfucker still has a job too and that's what's sad but this patrick die who he's like a vietnamese guy or something he's not a jewish person but i mean he's not even a palestinian he looks like uh he actually looks like an asian person but he was arrested he got arrested and charged for making online threats to kill rape slit the throat of any jewish students there and he was a, and this is the kicker of it all, he's a safety officer at one point at Cornell. 
can't make this shit up, man. You just can't. He, some of the here's here's and I and there's some of the posts that he put on. This is like a couple weeks ago. It says if you see a Jewish person, then he parenthesized person like they're not even human. On campus, follow them home and slit their throats. Rats need to be eliminated from Cornell. Yeah, that's the kind of shit we're dealing with. To me, that's fucking scary, dude. I mean, that that's beyond hatred. That's like serial killer kind of race. You know, serial killer kind of writings. And this guy is shouldn't have any skin in the game. He's an Asian guy. But he was a safety officer at this college. Are you kidding me? Cornell, I don't... What a fucking clusterfuck Cornell is. And they're not the only one. They're definitely not the only school. There's, I mean, USC, I've seen people tearing shit down. There, there's been Ohio State over here, even in Columbus. It's had marches and all kinds of shit, anti-Semitism. But the ones that are surprised me are these like schools like, Har- you know, like Cor- Cornell. And Harvard, you know, Harvard, okay, this Ivy League school, supposed to be the smartest and the brightest minds in the country, right? We're supposed to, these were kids, you know, the only kids that are smart as fuck get to go to Princeton, Harvard, Yale, Columbia, Brown, all these places. And they are the worst for anti-Semitism. And, and every video you see is like, it's Harvard, and Yale and shit. I'm like, what the, what the fuck happened here? Because that's that's the exact opposite of what you would think it would be. Because yeah, I always thought those people were more of the the liberal type of you know peace and love kind of shit. Because they didn't they didn't seem to want to join the rest of the chaos of the world. They were the smart ones. They were the elite. People call them the elite, you know, universities of the world. So what the fuck is happening? Well, you know, I know a lot of it's because it's the New York, New Jersey area. It's just overran with libtards. There's there's no other way to describe it but being outright ran over with libtards. So, I mean, it's, that's just, it's so discouraging. It's like you would think... You seriously would think that it wouldn't be happening in schools like that. But here we are. Here we are. And anti-Semitism is crazy out of control. And I, I, you got to feel bad for the, for the kids that are just going to school. And their life's been pretty good until now. Well, you know, a lot of people would say, and I've heard people say, they've had to... They've had the range for far too fucking long, and it was, I'm like, you know, I yeah, I mean, the, the old school is, they run Hollywood, they run the banking institutions, they run this and that, but they've been doing that for forever and ever, and you take something that's from across the world, that is your cue to say, okay, we've had enough of Jewish people? Since when? I mean, why would that be the trigger? If you wanted to be anti-Semitic, you could have been anti-Semitic for years. Just based on the money, I would follow the money. 
I I don't get it. (laughs) But, you know, the anti-Semitism is kind of, you bring it to the White House or you bring it to any news media now, and they, most of the mainstream media is fucking downplaying this shit. The other day, that that stupid douchebag Kirby, you know, he was talked about the Palestinian guy. He was also asked if the people making these violent anti-Semitic threats are considered domestic terrorists. Because, you know, there's a lot of definitions for domestic terrorists anymore. And his answer was basically, I don't I don't think we're classifying people as domestic terrorists for that. But you'll sure, you'll sure, sure, blah, blah, sure call MAGA that, right? We love our country and we want to f- see it not be a shit show, but we're domestic terrorists. Any conservative, Republican, right-wing, MAGA, anything, <coughs> we're, we're the terrorists. But uh, violent, anti-Semitic threats like fuckboy Asian from Cornell, that's fine and dandy. That that means nothing to you, as far as terrorist acts go. Like they're, like they're not the ones having these big fucking get-together and riots. And well, I wouldn't call them riots. I haven't heard of a lot of violence at these things, but big gatherings, big protests. It's not small ones by any means. But we're the ones. I mean, because of J- and they go back to the same shit every time. Well, J six, J six, fuck. Man, I tell you what, J6 is beyond old now. I mean, it's just, I'm so fucking over J6. Doesn't make any sense to me, but hey. And it doesn't make a sense to a lot of people, but other countries, see, when you get anti-Semitic and you get fucking stupid with it, when you want to go out in the streets and start squawking around, other countries are not like them, uh, America, who just kind of let it go by as peaceful protest or whatever the hell you. Other countries don't. And then, uh, go go to France. France has had enough fucking shit for a year, man. France has had a lot of stuff going on, and they had some crazy fucking bitch in Paris, gonna blow the subway up, start screaming Allah Akbar. I don't know if that God means God something. God is good or God is great or something. French, you know what the French police did? <laughs> they fucking shot her. Good job. Sweet. Kudos to the fucking Paris police. Because that's exactly what should have happened to a crazy fucking bitch like that. Should be done. But then you go to Russia, they're even better. Because they had a big uh, plane load of from Jew, from Israel coming into a Russian airport, right? So all the pro-Palestinian fuckers want to raid the airport. And they're coming in there and they're going to get all the Jews, right? They're going to kill all the Jews. Well, Russia, Russia's another one of them. Fuck around, find out places. They just went out and they arrested 550 Muslim protesters who were storming the airport searching for Jews and they're not just going to put them in jail in the drunk tank for a couple of days. They're talking about five to 15 years in prison each and ask Paul Whelan if they fuck around with, with, with uh, sentences. No, they don't. He's still there. 
So these people screwed the pooch. They fucked themselves. But that was 550 that were detained. Still, I take a win. A win's a win. Well, 60 of them were arrested because they were really belligerent, I guess. But 550 people were apprehended. Only 60 were arrested. But still, it's Russia, man. They didn't, Don't fuck around in Russia, dude. Russia is not going to play the game. They just, <laughs> they're not going to say, oh, yeah, go ahead and. Go ahead and fuck with Jews trying to get off of an airplane. They're going to be like, uh, no. You want to do that? We're not going to get that reputation here. So here, we're going to fuck your life up and put you in the fucking clink for about a half a dozen years. And we'll see how you like it when you get there. And see if you still want to fucking go hunting Jews down in our airport. Because I'm guaranteeing they probably will not want to do that again. That's just my maybe I'm maybe I'm way out of my league. Maybe I am thinking, yeah, maybe I'm not as smart as I think I am with that, but I sure wouldn't want to do it if I knew I was gonna go to fucking prison for uh any length of time in the great country of uh Russia, you know. I, I that that's a little bit fucking scary to me, but hey, to each their own. So not only do we have the reactions for the anti-Semitism and all this stuff across the world, but here we the illegal immigration is becoming more of a problem around the world. I mean, we know it's fucked here. We we know it's fucked in the United States. But you know, for, apparently, you know, it's the border secure according to the fuckheads and and uh, Mayorkas and all them cocksuckers, but. Other countries have said, you know, we're not following the United States lead by any means. This five in Europe. Now, Denmark, who's having a lot of ISIS flags showing. It's fucking scary over there. Uh, Denmark, Finland, Iceland, Norway, and the ever-downtrending Sweden, which, you know, they've agreed to cooperate with each other in deportation. And Sweden was such a good place. Now it's a fucking mess over there. So, and a lot of that has to do with illegal migration. We all fucking know it, and they know it. No, but 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 the the, the Democrats are never gonna fucking say that. They don't. They don't believe it. They believe in peace and love and healing and all that bullshit. Come on, man. So they're gonna these five European countries at least gonna they got a plan together. They're gonna share like the flight cost and. All that, how to do it, and land, you know, land uh, area, fucking put them where, put them here, put them there until we can get them out of here. And they're also going to help, like, the migrants off the coast of North Africa to be repatriated out of the way, to be gone, you know. Going to help them, though. They're going to help them go home. They're not just going to say, hey... We're going to leave you in our country to fucking die. We're not going to help you. They're at least trying to get them in a better place. And in America, we're just we're just fucking leaving them here and saying, here, you just live off the fucking taxpayer, be a burden, drive us fucking nuts, and that's okay. I mean, that's, that's a, supposedly that's okay. 
You got me, man. You got me. Now, even in Pakistan, over in the Middle East, they don't even fucking take people. I mean, this is what they're doing to the Afghan refugees. They're just taking the shelters they had for all the Afghan refugees and bulldozing them to the fucking ground. But not just a few hundred thousand people or something. This is 1.7 fucking million people. They're just saying, we're not doing it no more. And then you go to Egypt, they're saying, hey, we're not afraid to use the We're not going to, we'll use the fucking military. You know, there ain't no Palestinians coming in this motherfucker. Jordan's saying the same thing. They've all experienced this shit before. So Jordan's not taking any of these Palestinians, but America is all about pro-Palestine. Well, why isn't the countries that are around them willing to help out? Because maybe they know more than you do, being a fucking USC or a Brown or a Yale or a Cornell fucking student or a Demitard. Maybe they know more than you because they lived through over there. They know what the fuck's going on, taking people in like that. There's 50, 50 plus countries of Muslims, right? There's 50-something 50, 50 countries that are Muslim-based in the world. Yet somehow they want to, the West over here, they want us that know very little to nothing, but we still cock off with a bunch of stupid fucking Gen Z fucks doing a lot of this shit. And Gen Alpha. So they want us to be the one obligated to take them in. All these people from the Middle East. Like we don't have enough problems. We don't have enough shit going on with the 8 million that are already came through the border in the last three, two, three years. Or the 18 million total that are here. You know, probably half of them in sleeper cell communities across the fucking country. But yeah, that you know, none of them, none of their own people over there will take them in because they're smarter than we are. Here we got to be the savior of the world again. We got to be the world fucking police. No, we don't. But as long as the libtard left is in charge, guess what? We're going to continue to fucking suffer this shit. Now it, it goes to as far as this is how far they don't want. Palestinians fucking around over there in Egypt, in Egypt. Now the prime minister comes right out and says, we're ready to sacrifice millions of fucking lives. They're not going to, they don't want not even a single Palestinian refugee to enter their country. Now to me, that's pretty fucking stiff, man. This guy's saying, well, we'll, we'll, we'll lose millions of lives. We don't care long as there's not one motherfucking Palestinian coming in through here. It's the same thing the guy from Poland said about any, any immigrants, any illegals, any refugees. Not one. He said, not fucking one. And they got some of the best shit in the Europe going on over there in Poland. They got it figured out. So you got to ask yourself at this point, all these countries around them, Jordan and uh, Egypt and all these places are right there. They're right by Palestinians, right? They're right by the, they're on the borders of the Gaza. So why so much hate for these people, right? Why, why are they not willing to help any of the Palestinians? Well, it's maybe because they've lived by them for so long. Maybe they know them a little too well. 
and they're not going to get, they're not going to fuck themselves. They're going to let country, dumb cunt countries like the United States come in thinking they're doing all goody, goody, goody two shoes and let them fi- figure it out. Let them figure it out that these people weren't. These are the same Palestinians that danced in the fucking streets when 9 11 happened. We lost almost 3,000 people in the fucking plane crashing into the Twin Towers. These people, including their kids and everything else, dancing in the streets chanting death to America. But we want to take them in now and be their fucking buddy. We want to be pro-Palestinian. You know, you need to read a history book, you dumb motherfuckers. And I'm saying if they're a bordering country, it doesn't even matter. That'd be like Canada saying, okay, no Americans can come in. Or us saying no Canadians can come in here. We're, we, we're too stupid not to do it. But Mexico, look, we got an open fucking border. What's it doing? Chaos. What's it causing? Chaos. But these people learn we don't. That's the problem. I guess Egypt, Egyptians are just way fucking smarter than we are. I don't know. I mean, uh, come on. Here's here's a simple thing I'm going to say about Israel and Palestine. And I've said it throughout the session here, but I'm going to reiterate myself just just to be to be clear. I don't know anything about Judaism, right? I don't know anything about Muslim religion. I don't know anything about whatever the hell else the Middle East has going on over there. I don't I don't know the ones that pray to Muhammad, the ones that pray to Allah, to Joshua, to anything. And I just know very little about Judaism that I found out. It was like they don't believe what Christians believe. So I'm just going to put it bluntly. And as, as city billyish as I can, I don't give a fuck about anything that doesn't involve the United States of America at on soil we're on. We got enough fucking fires to put out besides trying to hold hands and babysit the Middle East. Every time we do that, it's it's a fucking disaster wreck and it costs us millions and billions of dollars. And we already wasted billions of dollars on the on over there in fucking Asia, Europe, whatever you want to call it. With some ass sweatpants Jesus and his fucking dumb shit. But we're going to keep doing this too? I say fuck them all. Let, let God sort them out, man. I mean, uh, I, I, whether you want to call me what you will, I guess. But it's like, I don't understand where America first went. Well, why does nobody care about America anymore? We always got to have a cause about something else. You go to any social media site, you see American flags, if they're even on their little line with their name, if if they're even on there, they're usually dead last. You got, usually you got a fucking Ukrainian flag, an Israeli flag, or a Palestinian flag, and the fucking pride flag, all this shit. And you got America's little, little stars and bars over there sitting, stars and stripes, back there in the corner like a, like Joe Biden at a fucking summit with all the other country's leaders where he's hiding in the corner licking his ice cream gum or sniffing a kid. That's what we are. We're the, we're the kid sniffing ice cream cone eating motherfucking country of the world right now. And they love it. All the other countries in this fucking world love it. We better get our head out of our ass 
or we're going to be speaking a language that none of us know how to speak. Because they see us as being so wide open because we're so fucking woke and stupid. I'm just, that's, that's my two, two little cents on that motherfucker. So that's my, uh, that's my session for proud, uh, Israel and Palestine. I don't give a fuck when it ends, as long as we're not sending them any money. But if we're sending them money, it better end like fucking quickly, fucking quickly. And they better start handing some of that cash back or, you know, we're just play sucker again, which will probably be the end result. But there's wishful thinking. I have wishful thinking. So that's all I can do is say, hey, at least maybe someday, some way, somebody in this country with a nutsack will stand up and say, enough of this shit. But with what we have in office, I can't I can't see it happening. Anyway. <laughs> Session three will be the next session in this little uh, four-parter. And I'm going to talk about uh, some American inner turmoil with a uh, woo-flu, some revelations about Dr. Death, and we're going to have some our favorite buddy Mayorkas to talk about, and the government itself with all this horseshit we got going on. And... You know, some other oddball things. So be waiting for session three. It will be released right after session two here. But until then, always, and I mean always, trust and believe in your own convictions. And please, please, for the love of God, stay safe out there. We'll see you next time on the next episode of the Zero Hour. Rest in peace, Chuckles. Peace out.